Yeah. Welcome to the 27th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. Giving you the flyby early. And guess what? We have a full house. A full house. We're going to read them off from the top. From the A, Mr. Dub K. Back after a hiatus, Mr. Gene Yay. Hopkins. Good to be back. Good to good to see you back. And of course, from Detroit, Michigan, yep. home of City Wings, Mr. Grant Lancaster, two eight nine six West Grand Boulevard. What up, though? Come get you some. What up, though? And today, from the nation's capital, in talks about his in- incoming, upcoming run for president, Mr. Robert Brooks. No better than that, Holmes. I ain't running for nothing. They will run me off the road in five minutes if I ever go for office. He claims he's there. All the time, all the all the things that'll come up, you'll be like, yeah, I remember that. He claims he's there for work, but we actually know that he went down for Lizzo's flute playing. That's right. Rob was in the house when Lizzo was playing the national flute. Do you believe me? She's 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 a very talented young lady, um, you know. Probably a little bit bigger adventure than I'm willing to sign up for, but hey, she's Lizzo, she's man. Talent. Man, that's a she's Lizzo. That's an unhealthy truck right there, and I know. And if we had, and if we had enough fans, I'd be worried about taking heat about that. But whatever, <laughs> she's unhealthy. And she's a linebacker. If that's a big if. That's a big yeah. And we're gonna come. Ain't enough That's of y'all right. out there to scare us. We believe pig we we believe pig we believe pig is pork on this show. That's and right. no pun intended, goddammit. That's the damn truth. That's the damn truth. White folks going crazy over Lizzo playing the flute. You know, why is it that every time somebody shows that they have the skills, I mean, we used to have in this country musical programs and they've basically been lopping those out of educational budgets for the past 20 years so just because of the fact that she plays a flute so well people are upset that she's playing these uh, national flutes but you're not teaching your kids to play them they can't play the flute because you cut the budget so why you mad why y'all big mad why 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 are they mad it's not like she's going to eat the flute. Now, John, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I thought you said you were going to keep it positive this week. I, I am keeping it positive. This is positive, re- damn it, for me. This is positive. I, re- I read somewhere she's a beast on that skin flute, too. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Where'd you read I was waiting on it. Where I knew it was coming. <laughs> I'm a little pamphlet uh, Ho- Corey Holcomb put together, you know? <laughs> I promise you I read it. I promise you. <laughs> I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's wrong. But I can tell you what. <laughs> it made me go for the L very early in the show. We're back. Jesus. We're back. Beat yes, the chest. 
<laughs> Beat your chest. So how was it, Rob? Was it was it good? Did you enjoy the show? Did she offer to play any other flutes afterwards? After seeing you in the audience? Demonstrations? Nah, Holmes, I'm... Oh, you went live and saw her play the flute, huh? I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a health food vegan. She ain't really down with our pasta yet. Oh, okay. She's coming around slowly, but she ain't there yet. Well, it's a tough yeah. night. It's a tough night for a lot of people Is out here. Is she coming here. around slowly? How you know? She's not, she's not, well, I mean, you know, if she's a vegan, she's cheating, huh? <laughs> she's doing a lot of processed food still. Well, you know, there used to be a time when a you lot of people were vegan. That. I don't know how you can be a, uh, a, a large vegan. Yeah, but a rotund vegan. Aren't hippos vegan? Mm, that's a good question. Don't ask the alligators. Some of your mammals, silverbacks, all the largest mammals are vegan. Mm. Hippo, 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 tear your ass (laughs) up, boy. That's the most dangerous thing in the jungle, right there. Don't let, let a hippo or rhino get after your ass, boy. It's finished. You know, we got different problems in the inner cities, though. So, if you're an alligator, you don't want to be around a hippo. Or if you're a crocodile in Florida right now, everything's a smorgasbord. Because we're seeing the biggest hurricane in the entire the history of Florida. Now, I don't know if you guys are into spiritual things or the notices of things or whatever, but we've had the biggest... The worst hurricane, and it's just ramped up to a one again. So now it's like it's about to rip through South Carolina. Florida, DeSantis, South Carolina. I don't like to be like people deserve anything, but I've always been a fuck Florida type of dude because a lot of the politics and the things that Yeah, but that I got kids on. and grandkids down there. Yeah. Oh, watch yourself. Yeah, you see that's, the, <laughs> see, that's the thing is we all got peoples in Florida. But it's, we all got peoples in Florida, but it's, what's going on right now? It's uh, kind of crazy. Uh, so things I wanted to cover is I wanted to, like Rob said, I wanted to keep it light tonight. So what I want to do is I want to go over it. We're going to have a couple of topics. That means that that (laughs) you want to keep it light and you open with Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. Good point. point. No, no, no. No, we're going to go through the, we're going to go through, we're going to try to be helpful and we're going to try to help our people in Florida. I want to know I want to get you guys suggestions on the best way to build a raft out of burnt books. That's right. Burning books in Florida is a thing. So I want to know right now, (laughs) what are the best materials that you can use? Is it, do you think that they had time to go through the libraries and find all of the books that they didn't like and tie them into knots in order to save people? You think it's a good, you think that would be a good idea? What? Why are you laughing? Why are you guys laughing? This is, this is life or death. I don't think they will float. I know. I know. Grant glad he ain't on duty down there. Shit. I saw them. I saw the fire station underwater. Man, I said, "Damn, what's bad?" When the firehouse is filled up with water, man. Everything up. underwater, bro. And and oh, I, I wonder what. Well, if. 
Oh, they ain't yeah. burned yet. It's charred wood. It's gonna be it's gonna know. be rough I mean, down there, man. It's gonna be rough. A faulty premise already. Don't go for it. Right. Is it alligators or crocodiles <laughs> that are in Florida? Which one is it? It's crocodiles. Gators. Alli- alligators. It's alligators. Croc- Florida gators. Alligators. Yeah. Florida crocodiles. Gators. Uh, I don't know. Australia somewhere. Yeah. South America. It's gonna be in Africa. It's a lot of them in Africa too. Yeah, Af- Africa. Well, we know certain neighborhoods have now been taken over by alligators. And, you know, it's like, I I don't know, maybe I shouldn't make a light about the fact, but it's Florida. Disneyland is gone right yeah, now. Once, that, sh- once mm-hmm. that shit get turned up, everything is fair game. You know what I mean? Like once the once the, the heavy winds and water come through and all that earth gets turned back, turned up, everything is out there. Might right. find a megalon in that motherfucker. You might just, right? Mm. That would be kind of cool, though. Velociraptor. Florida was the, t- yeah. was the place that, like, we're all men in our 50s. <laughs> but one time, that was looked at as the thing to do to go down to Florida when you retire. And kind of got jumped with uh, all these years with DeSantis and all of these uh, political differences between people. People have been flocking to Florida for the past five, ten years. Trying to get away from these liberal bastions and everything. And now they're flocking out of Florida. I think it's just the weather. Well, Florida Florida used to be the place where uh, you got what many perceived to be paradise for your up north dollar. Yeah, it's you warm and, it's, and there's no personal income tax. Yeah. You know, but it was all, it was all, I think... Wanting to do that back then was based on perception of uh, of wealth and happiness, and that's changed. That definitely and has. So I think bec- so. So since it's changed, it doesn't make uh, Florida uh, as appealing. I think to me, you know to many people or, or to as many people as it did back in the eighty. Man, my parents was buying plots in Florida in the eighties. You know. Uh, which was brilliant, I mean, to get on board with it, but it's hindsight since it's brilliant, you know? But back then, you know, it was like, man, this is some motherfucking swamp land. I remember going down there like, man, shit, man, it's always raining down here, these goddamn bugs and shit. You know, uh, I mean, who going to come down here and build? What the fuck did I know? Yeah, lots of people. (laughs) Well, that's, but that's, that's real estate, though. It's the, yeah. the one thing they ain't making no more of is real estate. Right. Well, we saw a so, big, we definitely seen a big changes in prices down in Florida in the past year. So much so that we don't have as many people moving down because of, it's like the prices of a house in New York are now in, and New Jersey are now on par with prices of houses in Florida, which is kind of crazy. Like, you know, you used to get those lots for 25 cents in a Mountain Dew. Now... It's two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand yeah, no, dollars. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Them plots was going for twenty five hundred fucking dollars in the late eighties, man. Mm. Yeah, man. If I, I had, I always just tell people when people start talking about moving to Florida, I just always remind them that you know Florida is nice, but it is still the South. Not exactly. 
the coach, that's what I'm saying. So, so because that's to my point, Rob, because people have changed, the information has changed and people are aware of things where now that blares out ahead of anyone's idea of, of paradise. Mm. You know, really, man, with the internet, man, paradise is a nice, safe place, a nice, safe place, security and everything else. It doesn't necessarily have to be the lavish that, you know, everybody wants desired and stuff because a nice safe place in the fucking internet and you're basically free to the world. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what Grant was saying. It's kind of, that's kind of Gene. That's kind of like what Grant was saying last week about the bling, how we've been. So, um, our culture and our people have been so preconditioned to get into the bling of things. And now there isn't as much. Now there really isn't the money for the bling anymore. It's like that shine stuff, all those things that people were buying, it's no longer um, the thing right now just because out of necessity. There was no money for it then. There yeah. was no money for it then. They were creating it. Right. But then but back then you didn't have the you didn't have the social media aspect of of that part of culture. You know what I mean? So now everything everything is geared to be to for you to be seen. You know what I mean? Like, so people had a Instagram stories or Facebook stories or whatever they have where they showing you, okay, I'm out here, you know, I'm doing it. However, to my way of thinking me doing it is me being at the crib out the fucking way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's a, that's a, that's an older mentality though. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I just I don't want to be involved with nobody. I don't I don't really want nobody knowing what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. I got you know what I mean? I just that's let me, right. Let me do my thing, kind of under the radar. Yeah. Deal with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, it's all part of the that conditioning. A, in order for you to, a, in order for you to be popular, you have to be engaged in the internet on a daily basis. And something like this, like this show, for example, you know we we do this show once a week. And in between that time, I may or may not do something to promote the show during the course of the week, but mostly it's not because I'm just not interested in that type of promotion and the things that keep you up. But it's necessary in order to become successful, quote unquote. I saw an interview with this guy online and he was talking to someone and she gave her opinion and he said, like, he interrupted her and said, how many followers do you have? And she was like, well, I have like something like a couple of thousand. He was like, I get a couple of thousand in a couple of hours and everything. So that's like what's important. So meantime, I'm looking at him and I'm looking at his Does face. That make his opinion more valid than hers? I think that's what he was getting at. And from looking at him, I don't know who the fuck he is. You know, so all I know is that you could have um, like a million followers on, on um, Instagram and I'm standing online in 7-Eleven, and you cut in front of me and everything, and I end up smacking the dog shit out of you because you, like, just being disrespectful. Then what are you going to say as you hold your ear? I've got a million followers on Instagram? It's not going to help you. <laughs> well, you've you, you seen the guy that's got, the, like, the most followers on, like, TikTok or some shit? He's making the like seven hundred. Yeah, make that who just yeah. make faces. He don't even say anything. Uh, right, he don't even say shit on it on his videos. But he got, somehow he got the most fucking followers in the world. Yep, and he, like he's making mad bank. Like he just got a job, yep. like a modeling gig. Um, he but now, now he's trying to be an actor. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mine. You know what I'm saying, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, but but it's right, <laughs> right. Niggas are mom. He's it's, a, it's a professional mom. Then people used to punch moms in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Just you see a yeah. mom and you just want to beat him up because, like, you know, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say what the fuck you're trying to say, motherfucker. Yeah. Use your words. I'm stuck in a box. I always like mimes. I mean, you know. So you came. You used I'm the rest of the, the defensive mimes when you saw them getting beat up. Oh no, I didn't. I never. You let them get beat up, that, man. I've t- I mean, I, I've seen people get. I never saw a mime get beat up, you know. But but uh, no, you know the New York mentality, man. For most of my time in New York, I was I was I was pretty much shook. I mean, I wasn't. I was still adjusting to. You know that type of wildness the whole time. I think the aggression. You know, but but uh, so I, yeah, I wasn't gonna be jumping to the defense of no mind. Is my point? <laughs> <laughs> I might now, you know, but right. that was then, you know, shit. But well, no, you know, but the, no, I, I might have done it. I might have done it. I then. thought it was I, a talent. I, I ain't doing that shit now. You know, I used to pop, so I thought it was a talent. Some parts of it and shit. You know, if people did it right, you know, right, uh, you know, but. I didn't know they got beat up like that. God damn. Oh, yeah. I saw, I've seen mimes get <laughs> slapped. New York. I saw them get slapped. But the crazy part about it is that that's like that even that regional conversation saying that it's a New York thing and everything. That's not even so much true anymore. Everything is now adopted. It's one community. It's an online community. I saw something that was I saw a big beef. They had um Diddy had his. He had his um, revolt seminar or something that they have every year. And something happened and two things went off and these these two people ended up going at it. I don't want to get into like exactly what they were going at and everything. But as I was watching it, I was like, damn, like this is like this is like absolutely ridiculous. People are fighting over the fact that someone's coming at them online and the other person is fiercely defending what they were saying online about the person or whatever their position was, and never will the two motherfuckers meet, you know, or will the two, like, vibes meet. You get somebody pissed off online, somebody says, come see me, and they live in Seattle, Washington. Like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break my credit card and, you know, wake, change my schedule, and go jump on a plane, rent a car, go to an area where I'm not familiar with, where I don't know anybody, and go knock on your door so that way you and your 20 homeboys can jump me. Like, these, this is the logic that people Don't use you check online. check in first. Oh, yeah, and you got to check in. You just got to check in first. Yeah, you just got to check in. If you don't check in, then you can't go knock on the door. And that's another thing, the whole thing about checking in. I've been hearing a lot of conversations, and I've been kind of a fly in the wall about a lot of these gang conversations. I know, Gene, like, you have a lot of, you know people and everything, and you understand that culture a little bit better and everything, and I don't understand the culture at all. And what I really don't understand about it is that we are supposed to be, like, first of all, I, I keep seeing these things about black people are supposed to love black people, and your first thought shouldn't be to kill black people. My first thought isn't to kill black people. My first thought is to, like, what's up, brother? And I feel the vibes off of other people and everything. But this generation is really different. 
they really do have the thought process that violence is probably going to happen is the appropriate response is a is an appropriate like social venue or usage and everything and the whole gang thing about checking in and everything you should be able to walk to down any street that you want you know anywhere as a black person and not feel threatened by other black people you're supposed to you know maybe if you feel that way in a white neighborhood that's something different but in a black neighborhood Where's that happening? Where's that happening? What, where you can't walk down the streets? Yeah, well, you have to check in with a gang. Well, they're saying that this, like, you know, yeah, they said it's about... I, I, I've seen that. L.A., Chicago, Houston. That was part of the discussion of that rapper that got, that got killed, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was... I don't think that's a... I don't think that's as common a thing that they that they they want us to... I mean, they lead us to believe Maybe I'm naive in that, but I don't think it's that common that, yeah, it affects X amount of people, right? But when you add up those people and you start talking about issues that should be blared out there and everything else by these folks, I don't think it's as big as they, they I think it's more of a story, well, here's a the story than it is a, a, a Well, here's the part problem. of it that, that really, like, threw me off, Gene. And it was simply that, like, a lot of the people that were making these comments about checking in were trying to claim themselves. I don't know if they were or weren't, weren't, but were claiming their gang affiliations and, you know, claiming a lot of times that they were about that life. And they were very happy about the fact that they could make people feel like they should have to check in before they come to their neighborhoods. And... The thing that's crazy about that is that we've all seen, you know, over 20 years, for example, I've seen, we've seen whole neighborhoods in Brooklyn gentrified. Areas in East New York and Flatbush that were some of the most rough and tumble places that you can go. And now they have coffee shops and moms like knitting on that area. And they have all these different like type of suburban safe activities in these spaces. So... Check in for an area that you don't own and you don't belong. You don't really, you don't really own. So it's like your ownership is even questionable. And it's like we skipped over the entire conversation about buying the block. True. But you got, you got to be interested in doing that though. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, I think that we, as a people, man, like our our tribal our tribal nature of kind of being separated from one another. I think that's that's like a huge portion of who we are. So when you talk about people getting together and buying and doing something like making a company or buying a block or whatever, I think that's a rough proposition for us, man. Not to mention, you know, the the effects of slavery. And how that divided us. I mean, we were already kind of divided on on the African continent. You know what I mean? Before we came here. And, and now it's just gotten worse. Mm. You know what I mean? So that that unity that we seek, I mean, it's it's you get you gotta you gotta change a lot in order to get to that place, man. Like I I just or 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 you know, you have to or a uh catastrophe has to change it. You know, or some type of I mean, you know, every, something that has something to do with violence usually. But I do, I do hold on to hope. If the, if there is such a thing, I know hope is not a plan. 
but I can roll the dice with innovation. Like, there could be a certain type of person who is extremely innovative that can bring about some type of unity or something like that, you know, that can, that can cause a change other than violence. Well, in order to have bring about that unity, in order to have innovation, you have to have cultivation and you have to have protection. These things that are that we that we've lost, you know, cultivation is like in the neighborhood when the OG would say, leave little grants alone. You know, he's going to do big things. Let him walk through. And then that makes Grant feel like he owes something or he's like he's got that love from his community that he wants to actually come back and he wants to put something back into his community because those are the people that made him feel safe. We are far away from safety. Safety right now is at the end of the barrel of a gun. That's where we find our safety. We find our safety in shooting our enemies who look just like us, who aren't our enemies, essentially. And by having codes where we have to walk through that cultivation piece and that protection piece is completely and totally lost from where these gangs that from where they first started as groups to actually protect the community, to protect people from being victimized by by people, protect their sisters. You know, now we are now we exploit our sisters and our sisters like and certain certain numbers. I won't say all of them. Certain number of of our sisters actually like and expect it. And if they get treated any other way, then they don't understand how to even respond to that. It's like it's difficult. It's like a great big rocking the sleep that's come about. And the reason why I say it like these are all themes that we've talked about that we kind of consistently talk about on board in trouble. But the thing is that that's got me thinking about it now is the fact that I don't see as much activity with a lot of the groups that we've seen over the past like four and eight years and 12 years like we've seen. It's almost like people are tired of activism and they're ready to get more into a more safe and a normal space. And this, these are the narratives that are being pushed right now. I don't think activism is I don't think activism is a popular thing right now. I really don't. I think that we found out where we are and we're ready to start over. And I could break it down in many different ways economically as far as housing is concerned, as far as education is concerned, where the resets are beginning. And the reason why I say this is because it's resetting right now. It's happening right now. That was when it's happening. We don't have a pandemic anymore. So the whole thing about homeschooling like you did with your daughter, Grant, and those groups and getting mm. that teaching, that, that positive teaching affect, that's gone. <coughs> that's out the window. So we don't have that anymore. If you talk about jobs, people have been getting forced back to work and wages haven't gone back up. There, we're still not in the living wage thing. We're not in that situation. And we're coming off of this false economy where a lot of people that were able to get, if you had a 100 credit score, if you had extra money, you went out and you bought a lot of property. And now credit rates are, the rates are back up now. So people that were, that were able to actually, that would have been able to get loans, they can't get them anymore. 
or the numbers are different. I saw something very interesting today. $2,500 rent payment, 20% down. Today, you can afford to get a house for, on average, $476,000. A year ago, in 2021, you were able to get a home for $759,000. It's changed that much in a year. For that same $2,500? For that same $2,500 yeah. a month payment. For that same? Your payment would be the same, 2500 Yeah, but you were screwed still anyway. Okay. That was bad math to begin with. Okay. Because it was just keeping you, it was keeping people entrapped by their debt. Okay. Which is really the point of the American system, to keep people entrapped by their debt. Mm-hmm. I can't argue with that. The math is always different. When the rates go up, it changes in a different negative way. When they go down, they change in a different negative way. Now, you know, I'm telling you, this isn't, uh, I don't even, I don't have a up and down as it is a, a shift, a complete shift and uh, level, you know, and it has, it has to happen not only in housing and everything, right? Because it's all fake anyway. It is. Well, I mean, I think we had a little discussion on this. Since it's all fake, right. the, the land is the only concrete thing. Mm. You know, it, it was used to be gold and everything else. But so, so the the value of that, when when especially when the weak ass dollar goes to shit, has got to go through the roof. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think people. People knew this, man, and people predicted this. I mean, people are a lot smarter than me and, and really into that shit. And I think a lot of these companies, man, have been betting on this for, for you know, longer than we might think. I'm going to, the only part I'm going to disagree. We disag- like to think these things sprung up on us, you know? The only part I'm going to disagree with you is the part where you said much smarter than you. They're not much smarter than you. actually have a very strong grasp of what goes on and what's going on because it is a complex issue. But That's a lot of people expression. don't. I know, but a lot of people don't. No, but it's like, but it's no, but it's like, it's so simplistic. But it's so simplistic. You have to be careful with these expressions because when you say this thing, somebody else agrees with it, and they go, you know what? You know, you're right. They are much smarter than me. Why should I can't really afford to think about it in in terms of like what happens when the rates go down as opposed to what happens when the rates go up. I can't think about it in terms of what's Let the difference between that. making thirteen and you know making twenty hours an hour. Go ahead, Grit. Yeah, I mean, Let go me ahead, clarify Chief. that. They are they are they are much smarter than me when it comes to operating in this evil maniacal financial system we have here. They okay. are much smarter than me. Okay, is it is it smart? So, Grant, I'm going to ask you a question: Is it smarter or is it better connected? Are they smarter than Gene no, or better those things, connected? They are smarter than me. And able to no, actually big swing bank, the term. Big bank always take little bank, my man. <laughs> big bank always take little bank. And that's the thing. You know, so let's say let's say you, you were a real estate developer, right? You working with a, a five million dollar budget, which is a substantial amount of money to most people, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody if you know, a, a real a big company comes in and they working with fifty fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Then whatever you was doing, they can take that shit from you, or they can or they can make it so that whatever money you thought you was gonna make, you ain't gonna make. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's always big bank take little bank, and and we are as as black folks in this country, we are always little bank. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to win in this country for us. So if there's one place that we need unity to start with, it would be with finances. There's no reason that every black person wasn't on title. I lost you guys for a little bit. I actually lost you guys for a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ask you. This is one of these cut edit moments. Um, Gene, when you were saying that you were saying the last thing that you were saying, could you repeat that? Do you remember? Man, I don't remember the last thing I was saying. I've been smoking. Shit. That's always the way. Man, look, man, look. Let me say this. I I know this, though. We were talking about viewers and this and that, and numbers and so on and so forth. Let me tell you something. There's one main thing this is important for, right? Because now... Everything is archived, recorded, and everything else. This might be important to some people studying 20, 30 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, for whatever small thing. I'm not going to make it no huge, glorious thing, but for what? But there's true value in that, whereas there are so many of us that have died with no recording of, uh, of experience, of uh you know challenge of whatever you know what i'm saying so that's what that's what makes this that uh but go ahead no i guess it it could be good but i'm saying that i was just thinking that book burning will be a lot easier in the future too it'll just be a matter of pressing the delete button you know so it's we can have hope for that but you still have to be able to books will be valuable when they stop making them what i'm saying is that i'm saying that people black people and the actions and the things and activities and things like that they'll be easy to erase no one is reading no one is going to read books but they but the archives are going to read something different it's not going to they can basically just change it you know i'm i'm wondering like are we missing the lessons of the hispanic community when there's strength in numbers in certain areas where they come into areas and they take over things. Yeah, we've been missing that. Now, I will say one Not thing. Not just them. It's other cultures, too. Like, yeah, I don't live in this area, and I'm, like, probably short time for this area now at this point, but we had a very interesting um, poll result here in Brentwood, and we've had a longtime congressman here who was um, basically seemed like almost untouchable. And he ran and he actually lost this time. And he lost the Democratic nomination, which normally means that he that you would win in this area. But the person who's running against him is, you know, somewhat liked, somewhat not liked, whatever. It depends on who you speak to in a political, in a local political thing. I pay attention to these things because I live here, so I have to know. Um, and you should pay attention wherever your area is as well, because these are the people that represent you. We're getting a lot of mailings from another Hispanic woman who's a Republican and represents a different area and everything. And the interesting thing is she never mentions a party affiliation whatsoever. And she's pushing through. So my question being is that, and it's the same thing with Herschel Walker, it's an identity politics play. It's a play on identity politics. In Georgia, they're trying to get black people to vote for Herschel Walker because he's Herschel Walker. Same thing here with this woman here in 
in Bayshore, the Tana Islip, Tana Babylon election for state senate. Yeah, these are plays that are being run over and over again. I don't, I don't know anybody again. that like. I don't know any black people down here that like Herschel Walker, but my circle is small, so go ahead. Yeah, well, but what I'm saying is, though, these are plays that are being run over and over in different areas, you know, one after the other. It's the same play. It's identity politics, and they're trying to make it work. And this, uh, this stuff isn't going away. It's actually getting bigger. There's actually more of it that's going on as opposed to less of it. So is that the actual future? Identity politics? Our people, are we so dumb that we're just going to fall for? That's why I'm so much against Herschel Walker, because it's like he's just a dummy. It's not a matter of whether, in fact, he used to run a football or whatever. He's, a, he's just a dummy. I don't know about that. I mean, I ain't going to call the man dumb, but I just I mean, he might be a puppet like the rest of them, you know, but, uh, you know... He's smart enough to Man, he's smart enough to butter his the muffin. Commercials every fucking fifteen seconds down this bitch, man. The commercials are off the chain. It's been going on for what feels like damn near a year. Mm. I'm like, God damn, when is the motherfucking election already? Because I'm tired of hearing this shit and seeing this shit. Mm. You know, I mean, it's just like, but he's a puppet. He just, you know, he, and, and and then, you know, Warnock. Man, then they be on, on TV defending the other guy's slander. It's like, man, y'all some, boy, I'm talking about every one of them evil, but yeah. they all evil, man. There's no win in it, man. And, I'm and telling you, nobody wins. Because nobody's <laughs> talking about anything significant. Nobody is talking about anything significant. We're so far away. You can't say that one party is better than the other party because neither party talks about anything that has to deal with people unless it's the rich people that are actually paying for a lot of these elections. They get their, they are actual constituents. But if you're not in one of those areas and everything, you get force-fed what you're fed. They tell you who your people are going to be. They tell their, it's like... It is so amazing how how originality. I don't know, man. Are, are we ever going to be able to get originality back into like life? You know, what are these motherfuckers going to listen to? We don't have. You don't have. If you're no. if you're a white guy, you don't have any rock groups. You know what I'm saying to listen to. By the time you're, if you're like ten years old and your dad is teaching you to love rock, by the time you're twenty, all of the rock groups that you're like will be deceased. Because they're already 70. If you like, you know, even Lizzo playing a, playing a flute. It's like, that's an example of how our culture that, is but, so fucking weak. Man, you just old, X, man. You, she, you're, talking, you're talking like an old man now. You think I just said like how old people talk. But, it, Hell I mean, yeah, but is it true? But, it, but the problem is, is it true, though? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, what is the... Dude, it doesn't matter because the interest interest in the culture changes, bro, the same as it changed from people older than us to us. But it's not about... But the culture is... They thought some of the things we did were... But the culture. Man, you were there when hip hop first started. You know how motherfuckers used to look at people who would be rapping and shit? BLS wouldn't play hip hop in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. I mean, the, you said that. 
it's just. Yeah, man. My concern is not there's all kinds of shit going on, drill rap and all that stuff that we're not listening to, but they are. That's their culture. Your best days are behind you, Eddie. That's not what I'm complaining about, bro. No, but that's not. No, but seriously, though, that's not what I'm complaining about. I know, but what I'm complaining about is like, for example, like we had Toni Morrison as an author. We had Maya Angelou as an author. Who do they have as authors that are coming up? What are the young... Black orphans, besides our, Ta- you know, besides our men. Ta-Nehisi, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Michelle Alexander. But uh, they're not writing know, fiction. A uh, young, young. I don't but know. they're not writing fiction. They're not uh, writing. You know, you know. They're not. They're not like you know feeding the imagination. They're not feeding the soul. They're not feeding the soul. You know what I'm saying? They're not encouraging like the thought process. They're not. I don't con- know about that. Yeah, he yeah he fed my soul shit with some shit he done wrote for sure. But yeah, you know. Uh, but 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 uh, again, you said young people. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, Tanahisi Tanahisi Coates so, is, is our. Know, you, you know, he's our generation. He's really our generation. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and and listen, like it's not not to be ageist. Not to be ageist, because, like, the works of an older person can actually, like, resonate with the younger generation. It has in the past. There are many artists that were discovered later in their lives, and they were considered to be hip, whereas at their time, they weren't hip at all. There was nothing that was viewed as being, like, cool or unique about them in any way, shape, or form. So I do worry about art. I do worry about culture. I worry about soul. You know what I'm saying? Because we are, we a black show. We're a black show, man. It's like, but I don't. I I worry about the soul. I worry about the soul of a people that have to check in to come to a neighborhood. Yeah, that's just a few folk. There, it's a, it's a lot of problems with it, man. You know what I mean? It's a lot of problems with it. First of all, just the way the way that that shit is consumed these days. Shit is so. Back when we used to, we used to walk from Sutton Plaza downtown to Tower Records, and buy on Tuesday because we knew, you know, Public Enemy was coming out on Tuesday because all new music came out on Tuesdays back then, right? And we would take that record home, and we would sit with it. You know what I mean? Like we sat with it for for some time. They they consuming shit in a in a much faster. You know, like it don't, they don't sit with it as long as we did. You know what I mean? This shit, this shit is fleeting. And not only that, you know I what mean, I mean? They release EPs, singles, like you know, it's a drop here, it's a drop there. There, a lot right. of times there isn't a whole body, there isn't a whole project to consider. It's you know, I dropped a song. I, I dropped yeah, drop the mixtape. That whole game has changed, but but that's that's more evolution than anything else. I think what and bothers me is that out in the favor of the I think what bothers no, me is that not. <laughs> I th- I think that the transient nature it never was intended to. No. <laughs> I think the transient nature of our consumption, how it I th- I think it does more damage to the black community than it does to other communities, because we are because letting things marinate is a part of what we are and what we do as a culture. It's like a slow thing. Rob, you had a slow yeah, day today. Well, we're, we're, go ahead. Go ahead, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we played a game this afternoon. I made my way down here to D.C. I had a really slow day yesterday. Yeah. Sometimes you got to, sometimes 
Sometimes you just gotta set some time up, man. And, you what know, was that? That was was there a gear switch there? Did I miss something? <laughs> I was missing one thing, man. Y'all, y'all messing with me right now? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man, I don't know. I I don't know. It's for followers. I, 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 I took advantage of some uh, of some medicinal mushrooms yesterday. Ooh, some shrooms? Yeah, man. Yo, yeah, you brave. You know what, man? I'm telling you, man. I used to see niggas walking down the street, man, talking to cars and shit. And I always thought, yo, that, that's a result of some bad shrooms. So, it's you know, I can't get over, you know, because I conjured that up in my head. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's hard for me to cross that line. And then I'm going to tell you who else. That goddamn Eric Sermon. I don't know, 11th grade or whatever. And I, he was talking to a few of us, and he said, "Oh yeah, I took, you know, I, no." He said he took uh, mescaline. You know, them perp, them microdots was real popular, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he said he took one, and he said he laid on his back, and he said next thing you know, the ceiling was right here, you know, two, uh, <laughs> six inches before his face, you know. And so I was like, "Nah," I was like, "That don't sound like." good time to me. You know what I'm saying? It, just sound, it sounds like uh, it sounds like being in a horror movie or some shit. You know, that's what it sounds like to me. You know, that couple with uh, you know, people in my ear always telling me how, how violent my biological was when he was drinking kept me from shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. All, all of the psychological damage of that. You know, it yeah, just kept me tame. You gotta... Huh? It's a different vibe. You just got to get yourself a safe space. And um, I couldn't be, I, I couldn't be happier that I did it, man. Like I haven't done it. Oh, years. no doubt, man. That's like, what's like, up, man. When I tell you that I did not have like one, like not even one tenth of an ounce of stress. I know that's right. Like yeah, you just on it and like just like all the other BS just fell away, man. Even when I woke up this morning, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, none of that shit matters. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you none so. of that shit matters. Yo, that sounds that sounds like the right journey, man. Especially this time of month, man. You know, when you're about to just yeah, you're about man. to start laying the bread out. <laughs> I need that journey right, motherfucking now, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's a- when I retire, my nigga. <laughs> I know that's right. When I retire, I'm saying we all I'm just. Do, need- I'm gonna do that with you, Grant, for the first time. We both gonna be tripping for the first time on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying is that, like, yo, know, why can't we find some peace? Why can't we find some peace, bro? I just want to be peaceful. I just want to chill. I don't want to have to shoot you. I don't want to have to smack you in the ear. Because you got more followers than me, and you want to get your coffee first. So long, man. It's hard to find. It's hard to find peace. It's hard to find if you've never seen peace. We're not trying hard enough. We can make peace, man. We're not trying hard enough. Let's be honest. We've said this before, though. You know why? You know what? That's a judgment call, and I'm gonna tell you what I mean. We've said this before, and I know because uh, Rob uh, said a lot of things on it. I don't remember verbatim, but I know it was good information because I recall it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, we were t- 
we were talking about that the only thing that anyone can really do, right, is work on themselves. And so when I say it's a, you're judging these folks, you're judging folks for not coming to terms with that yet. But I can attest that it was most of my life I was not, I had not come to terms with that. So, you know, it's going, it takes, but when I just think there's going to come a time where people come to terms with that and you're going to, and you know, when that force is big enough, it'll start really affecting some real fucking change, man. I think I'm going to, I think, you know, because people I, would, I think my point is that I'm going to probably try to help them to get some change and to get some peace. That doesn't mean I'm going to share my weed with you. Don't come to my house looking to puff, journey. puff, pass. That's your journey. No, don't don't come to my house looking to puff puff pass. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about maybe in some different ways, changing up the conversation and trying not to be so negative and everything. Trying to get this show on the right track to only talk about more positive things. Like for example, like we could talk about negative stuff in the world, like the war in Russia and Ukraine. And that could be a negative thing. We could talk about all the people that were taken out of their homes, just like in Florida, because of bombs, not because of everything else. Or we could talk about the positive effects of such a war, such as mail-order brides are now cheaper. So, you can focus on the positive. I was not aware of that fact, but I'm glad that you, that you, that you brought that to light. Well, Thank it would only so. make more sense. You're more desperate. Much. There's less negotiation going on. So it's like, it's probably better or for people who are in the mail order bride sphere. They're probably getting some good deals on Ukrainian wives today. So that's a positive. All righty then. Here's a question for the group. We're talking about, you know, being more, being more positive and being more out there. And yet, you know, there are some things in this world that, that make you a little bit closed off. Um, so, you know, we're... Although the president has said the pandemic is over, we're still like dead set in the middle of a pandemic. And I was on a street corner in Denver and, uh, you know, firing up some ridiculously strong herb. And this dude walks by and he's like, yo, man, is that a joint? Let me get some of that. Mm. And I was like, I got to pass on that, brother. This is the, this is the age of COVID. <laughs> Five years ago, I just said, no problem. But here in the age of COVID, I don't think we could do that. Right. Was yeah. I wrong? Like, was I being too... No, nah, yeah, too, I, I would have hit him with that goddamn red man. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't I smoke right, with so. your kid. I saved the clip, goddamn it. Brother man, do you have your, do you have your monkey pox? Or uh, Your man. monkey pox? Uh, test results on you before you I pass you this hell because that's even worse. You get blisters nah, on your lips. I'm gonna tell you, I have experience with that, bro. And I'm gonna tell you something. There's only one way to handle that. What's that? You start chiefing. You start chiefing hard on that motherfucker, right? Mm. I mean, a couple like two, three more times, mm. and then you just hand it to him and say, yeah, here, take that. <laughs> you can walk with that, bro. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> you go. That's how we have a solution that works out. You want to do a reverse, right there, a reverse Snoop Dogg and a reverse Snoop Dogg and uh, what was the movie with Dave Chappelle that I've seen 50 moments? Yo, there's the smoke that, that never got none. Hey, oh, man, as soon as you light it up, how big? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. I just smelled that. 
Where you come from, nigga? <laughs> he was coming up from out of garbage behind garbage cans. Hey, where you come from? Nah, we're not. We're gonna, yeah, you know, we're gonna no, spread love, but we're not gonna spread it that thing. way. <laughs> nah. Hell no. No, I get that, though. No, you wasn't wrong, Rob. Shit. Yeah, like, we used to do that shit all the time, though. I remember one time I was I was hanging with one of the dudes on this phone call, and we were hitting something. We went into this. We were about to go to this bar, and the bodyguard was like, yo, the, the guy at the door was like, yo, can I hit that? And we were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's like that. It might or might sometimes not have like been that, me. You know? Probably wasn't me. Grant, you were smoking on your way probably into the club. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going right. to tell, t- tell you right now, man, one of my favorite things to do is I'm talking about send somebody on a journey, man. And I'm going to tell you how I've been doing that recently with them fucking gummies. <laughs> yo, I was sitting for, yo, I know if, if they're not experienced enough, this gonna be, you know, it's gonna be an interesting ride for them, and I love to do that. So, I mean, when people ask me, and and I know most people don't don't smoke my strength, and so I love passing my shit to people. Yeah, would you? For, let see, me ask you a question. You know, let's see, you know, if this is you, you just gave me an idea, Gene. Like, you just gave me an idea. Would you vote for a president that gave a gummy subsidy to everybody? Uh, a, a twenty pack of gummy subsidy. Would you vote for a president on that platform saying that y'all niggas too uptight and everything? Vote for me. That ain't enough. I'm going to send you some gummies. You have to come with some more gummies than that. Well, it could be part of a national plan to like start mass production of gummies and pass them out to people as opposed to Medicaid cards or anything like that or medications instead of going and getting your Oxycontins. No, I don't... (laughs) No, I don't dude. have enough of a I don't have enough of a head start for that to be you know any uh, significant to me. Okay, you know what no, I'm saying? They okay. can come in like a tidal wave, and it is as if I never existed. Goddamn, if they want, you know, if doing that real bread get behind it. No, it's it, I, I'm cool on that X. All right, well, I was just I'm just trying to think I'm of cool new. In, I'm trying to think of new innovative ways to get things done because, like you said, I'm I'm a little bit older. I'm older on this show, so I'm trying to think of ways to bring the kids in. Let's bring the kids in. So, I, hey, free gummies. I'll vote for someone. I'll vote someone who look. I vote for someone who outlines some ambiguous way. I'm gonna get, I can come up ten grand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he can give a vote, or mm. she can give a vote. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna come up ten grand, I and mean, there you no. go. And we're, so it's like we're back to right. we're, we're back we're to the universe. A billion dollars to the Ukraine. To Ukraine, we're about to give a billion dollars to the Ukraine. I, I, if we Damn. really, if we really wanted to, there's a way that we could get everybody here to come up too. Universal income, oh, yeah, for sure. Universal oh, yeah, income, for sure. But you know what? That's that's also affecting Man. the the mail order bride market this because. If they get that money over to them quicker, then those prices yeah, are going to go again. back up. So you cats better get in your, you better get out there and get your bargains while you can, while Ukraine is still a shithole. Yeah. All I, <laughs> all I want these thieves to do, 
and share some of the motherfucking wealth with his citizens. There you <laughs> so, go. That's all I want these thieves to do. Spread the love. <laughs> Ain't you tired of being broke? Ain't you tired of being broke? I'm tired of being broke. Why don't you come and break me off with some of that bread and get my vote? I don't mean the platinum plan. Don't give me no Donald Trump platinum plan. Give me something better than the platinum plan. How about the the triple platinum plan? Don't ask, don't tell. I'm not going to ask you where you got it from, and you ain't got to tell me. If you got got bread for me, hey, you get my vote. I don't even care about the other shit. And on that note, giving it to you is how, how strong they gonna come come back to get it. Oh well, no, I'm not saying with strings attached. If you doing it with strings attached, okay, you got me. You got me one. You can give me once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, because in, in this country, you know, there's always strings attached. No, if the numbers are in my favor, you can get me once. Meaning, if there's a, a hundred, right. another a, three million people gonna go through it, then okay, you give me once, but. You know, then what? <laughs> let's figure now out you, a way to break off. Let's mad ass militant. <laughs> let's figure out a way to break off bread to everybody, or as as they like to call it here, socialism. But that's what they call capitalism too. It's actually socialism. Oh, it's so confusing. I got a headache already. Guess what? We're done already. Born in trouble. See how quick it goes. Stop you to light up. Uh, again? You mean put it back out? Wow. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, was... Yo. Oh, oh, put it back out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, had to, I had my video turned off tonight, so I didn't get to watch you smoke. Oh, well, you know what, What's Rob? you burning? Oh, I, I was burning the... Um, what you burning, X? What am I burning today? Today I am burning the... Hold on. I wrote it down. I am burning the... Um, the Kush. The Kush. That uh, plaza oh, okay. plenty oh, yeah. Kush yeah. or something. <laughs> very smooth, very cool, and everything. Oh, lavender. I'm sorry, you got some lavender, lavender Kush. Yeah, lavender Kush. Lavender Kush. Actually, very smooth. I like it. I'm really digging it right now. It's like I'm. I'm in my. I'm really just starting to hit my stride. Yeah, I was blowing on done. that for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's nice. So for yeah, for I, a minute. I guess it's got me in this peaceful mood where I want to fix the world's problems. So maybe we'll work on sending everybody an ounce. How about we well, get everybody an ounce for a vote? I think that would be, like, fair. I mean, did if, you get... Go ahead. Did you get one that said GG4? Did you get one that said GG4? No. Oh, yeah, 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 Gorilla. yeah, 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 I got that. Okay, too. yeah, Gorilla well, blue, baby. yeah, well, don't, don't blow that before the podcast, because I promise you, man, that shit make you a goldfish. You yeah. know, they only have a 20-second memory, right? <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> that shit make you a goldfish, bro. But that's what it happened to me. I don't know, you know, we all have different chemistry shit, but... I'm well, just letting you know. If you got to focus hard, don't burn that. Don't man. burn it. Like, it really glue has me fucking null and void, man. That's, just, <laughs> that's the shit that I burn when I try not to pay attention to nothing. That's, that's pretty much, yeah, he's got it pegged right. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I forgot that. And I was, you know, and I'm going to tell you something. A black man grew that. Both of those strands, right? A dude I know. Mm. But he's a he's an excellent grower. Mm. And I'm telling you this. Uh, uh, that damn... I mean, he's been he's been GG4ing it for a minute. He's always been good, 
But uh, I forgot about it because I ain't had it in a while because they don't really put GG4 together anymore, you know, in mm-hmm. that in that world. And so, uh, and so I forgot about it and I blew it, man. And I was like, man, I might have walked from my kitchen to the front door like four times back and forth, you know, because I was forgetting shit every mm-hmm. time I get to the door. I was trying to figure out some other <laughs> shit. And then I stopped, and I was like, oh, shit, that shit got me, man. I got to leave that alone for a second. So you got to do... You was out here like Dory. You can only do do that after you've done everything and you're locked down for the night pretty much. Anything that you can get to, you have to walk to, whatever it is. You can't really... Don't plan on drawing any any plans up or anything like that when you're doing it. Thank you. I, I got that. The GGs are always good. Well, that was my experience. I, I always tell people, I always tell people, that was my experience. You know, you might find it. You have a different experience. Oh, every know? time every time I see Gigi, my, like, smile goes out, like, really wide. Because I always know it's something good. Definitely loving that and everything. We were talking about that on the Delta podcast, just blowing it up. Blowing it up. I got to get you on there, Gene. But you never, have, you don't even have time for here, so... I won't cross my fingers. Born in trouble. Nah, but it's all good. Listen, man, we. Yo, I'm going to tell you something, man. Go ahead, man. It has to be, because I, I promise you, man, I, I said it has to be, man, because you just never know when you're hitting capacity, capacity with my kind of, with, with my lifestyle. With I'm, Yo, man, I got six grandkids, bro, and mm. they all young and shit, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn, my, my tree my, my tree branches out, and you know, the, the toll comes heavy with that. Yeah, shit. you blessed, man, but you blessed. <laughs> you're blessed, though. I'm, I really miss my grandkids. I can't wait to see them. So it's like you blessed. You blessed to be in that situation to see them all the time. So I I respect that, bro. I respect it. I like man, doing the shit, show. I be bro. doing the show is not priority. I'm tired of kids, bro. Doing the show is not priority in life. It's not priority in pretty much most stuff. Other people are trying to do like things differently. I'm trying to do things our way. So it's like it is what it is. From oh, no. the A, Mr. Dub K, <laughs> Gene Hopkins. See that? Now, this one's hit me. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Hit Sounds me. like John's going to be moving to the A soon. I'm not moving to the A. He There's no way. Me. <laughs> nah, I'm not moving to the A. There's no way. Why not? Uh, it's too far. It's too far down south. For oh, me. yeah, that's right. I'm moving that's closer. Right. I'm moving yeah. closer, but I'm not going. I'm not going down that far. I can't do it. I get to talk to them on a, you know, the video cameras makes it easier. You can still talk to them. And, you know, my grandson Isaiah is like growing up. He looks like a little, like a little rocker and everything. He's like, like one of them, like crazy Jamaican motherfuckers and everything. What? Uh, try me. Try me. <laughs> try me. You yeah, said so. rocker? I, like, you know, I don't know. Rock up, yeah. You know, you could move to West Virginia, be closer to Ming. Uh, not going to do that either. That's like, Mar- you know. Time off the journey too. We'll be close. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Maryland. I'm thinking about North Carolina. You know, I'm probably a couple of years away still. One or two years away. But I'm thinking well, about all those places. I just can't go down that south. 
And those storms be hitting like now. And they're coming up they're coming up higher and higher and higher and everything. So I always liked Maryland. I like that area. I love Maryland when we went to school down there. I like the suburbs. It reminds me of like uh, Long Island with black people and seafood. I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Because I like seafood. So anyway, born in trouble from Detroit, Michigan, Mr. Grant Lancaster. You guys are frozen right now. So I'm going to get everybody out while you're still frozen. From Washington, D.C., Mr. Robert Brooks. And, of course, from the A, Mr. Dub K, Gene Hopkins. Born in Trouble, 27th episode. Peace.